Today, back on the show is Vicki Barron in New York City with Compass. Recently ranked number two in the city and number eight in the country, her first interview with me, episode number 242, was how to learn, grow, and crush it. And crush it, she did. She's so unassuming and funny, and yet she crushes it in this business like a Terminator or whomever with lots of power that crushes stuff for a good cause. I said on her former interview, her success is as incredible as her stories. It turns out, so are this Terminator's gift-giving skills. A timely topic for the day this show was released, Valentine's Day, perfect for the procrastinators to get something now and the planners who want to know what they're doing for their next gifts and all year long for years to come. Vicki and I have fun, as always, as she shares how she comes up with the coolest gifts for her clients. She makes it easy and does it with joy, and this just happens to score her huge business. Thanks for listening to the Jerry Metcalf podcast, where top real estate agents tell how they do it. This podcast was created for real estate agents across the country to come together, sharing ideas to take your, their, and our business to the next level. All right, everybody, we are back. I say we are back. Vicki Barron is back on the Jerry Metcalf podcast where top real estate agents tell how they do it. We're going to talk today about marketing and really making special gifts for your clients. But first, Vicki, Thank you so much for coming back on. Oh, you are welcome. And thank you for allowing me to come back on. Uh, you know, we have fun. Both of us love giving back to agents and uh, it's always good to share. And I'm a big believer in sharing and I learn a lot from other agents. So why not give back at the same time? Exactly. And this comes to giving back to your clients. And so we're taking this from you basically have a presentation you give for Rebney, the real estate New York. Board of New York. I don't know what they call it there. Yeah, real, real estate board, board, board of New York. And it's a presentation on it's your creative marketing toolkit. So since we our last episode, we had so much fun. I mean, we talked about I've even my team is sick of hearing about you except they're quoting you now too. But we've <laughs> talked about pre, breaking price records, how you look at properties, the fun, the listing presentations. It's really a conversation. I mean Everybody, if you haven't listened to Vicki's episode that we came on last, I actually need to look up the episode number, but it was, it was, it was a riot. Like, I think I was crying maybe the whole time that we were on the interview because it was so, so many great stories and I'm going to pull that up and then we're going to get started on this. It was episode 242, and it was how to learn, grow, and crush it, because that's what you do. So give us a little bit as we get started today on, we're going to talk about like giving special gifts to clients and all of your creativity, but you've come up with a formula so that you don't really have to be creative to do some really special creative things for your clients that they remember you from. But how did this all evolve? So how it evolved is years ago, remember that when I came to New York, I was from California. I did not have a relative, a friend. I I didn't know anybody. And to this day, my contact list is apparently, I'm told, much smaller than one would think. And but everyone on that contact list, they hear from me consistently. It's like, if you, if I sell an apartment to you or a house or help you buy one, it's like, I'm there for life. So I hope I'm, you like me because I don't go away. And they have statistics. I think it's 90% of people say they would hire the agent again. If you ask them within the first 30 days of the transaction, whether they buy or sell, but only 12% do. And the real question is agents do not stay in contact with the client. Once the transaction's done, they get their check, they close and on they go on to the next deal. And they, for, they don't really take the time 
to stay in contact. What fascinated me is a lot of agents spend a lot of time and money mailing to buildings and neighborhoods and, you know, farming, but they don't take the time to actually touch the people that trusted in them to buy and sell with them in the first place. So it's almost like out of sight, out of mind. And my thought was, first of all, when I meet someone, and because I didn't know anyone, each person was uh, the person of interest to me because I was fascinated being new in the business and, and meeting them, that I really listened to them. So I pay attention if they if they drank coffee and and or tea and not coffee. Well, you don't go get them a coffee gift, right? If they have pets, take the time to write the pet's name down, make a note of that. If they talk about, I had a woman that was a, a famous pianist and I was in a store one day and I found a beautiful scarf that had piano keys all on the edge of the scarf. It was spectacular. And I thought I'm buying that for her. So I just bought it, put a note on it, and said, sent it to her and said, I couldn't help myself. I thought of you when I saw this. I hope all is going well. And it's things like that. When I also was new, I went into a stationery store on Park Avenue in Manhattan. And I happen to love paper and, and textile. So this paper was just beautiful, but very expensive. And I didn't have the budget to buy all my customers stationery. So I picked up five gift groupings of the stationery. And then I went back to the office, went through the contacts. Who do I see in here that would really appreciate? Who's the person that would write that handwritten note? And then I just wrapped it up and sent a note and said, I was in this store. I was losing my mind. It was beautiful. I bought myself a set and I thought of you. I hope you enjoy it. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so thoughtful. So it's just throughout my career, I've done this. By the way, it'll shock you, perhaps, shocks a lot of agents. I do not give closing gifts. I just feel we awkward. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't do it. So, But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. If you do it, it works for you. But, but what I do is I, I do this other stuff and connect with them in, you know, unusual ways, but meaningful ways. And they know it's coming from my heart and they know that I'm thinking of them and they just respond really well to it. It's worked well for me. And my referral business is 96%. And I mean, sometimes I think I'm getting lazy because I just wait for the phone to ring, but fortunately it rings and or I get an email but they're remembering me and then they do the link work because then they talk about it and they talk about me and then they refer me well you've given them something like it's like you make that memory you kind of put that memory print on them when you do something that specific and that personal and that special that it's it you know it's like remembering someone's name it's just music to them and it makes them realize like you're really thinking about me you really care about me which is so huge for our clients in this business to know believe and understand that and by the way it's important for us to actually do that so that it's authentic so but now that was so when you're a new agent it's obvious so now you've been in the business is it 20 years or how many years yeah 21 years 21 years and you're still doing it and you've even got a formula that's beautiful on how to do it but how do you and i don't know that you're a big crm person no. So I'm, I mean, I should be, and I'm trying to be, but I'm still old fashioned where a lot of it, you know, is in, in my head and in a notebook and I write little notes and, um, you know, I, I've got like an X, it's just dated, but I'm, I'm look, I'm with compass and they're all about technology. So they're going to yell at me when they, That's if they see this, cause right. I, I, they have a great CRM, but I am, Guys, I promise you, I will get there one day. I will too be able to whip out that CRM. And you're still selling that, right? And you're still selling the heck out of real estate. So hey, <laughs> but, the key, but the key is, I think the message is two things. We're going to talk about, you know, how to come up with really creative, special gifts, some really simple, straightforward formulas that you've got that you've kind of evolved because you have gotten 
your your sphere, and I think this is relevant, you've really focused on a core group of people as opposed to trying to please everybody all the time. Correct. And then in serving those people, the group has probably gotten significantly bigger. So how you do that in a way where you remember the right people and people aren't forgotten. Correct. But and during was, the pandemic, you know, I spent a good chunk of my day. They were basically calling me and I was playing therapist, calming them down, answering their questions, but they felt comfortable just to call. And, you know, they weren't thinking of buying or selling. They were just locked down like the rest of us. Yeah. But they pick up the phone and say, Vicki, what are you seeing? How are you doing? How's your family? And I once had this, he's a, he was a pretty big deal at Goldman Sachs. And I'll never forget it. I was only maybe five years in the business. And he said, yeah. you know what the difference is of you and a lot of agents I've met? I said, what? He said, you are a real person. Like, I feel like I, I, I feel like when I'm with you, you're the, this person that happens to sell real estate. And I don't feel like I'm with a salesperson. I feel like I'm with a person and you put a real personal touch on it. And yeah. that just makes the difference. You know, like this is my favorite quoting Vicki Barron, the difference between me and, and them being funny, but I'm a real person. <laughs> like, like that's the thing that people don't see real estate agents. They really don't. Like to your point, what you just said was, hey, Vicki, you're, you know what I like about you as a real estate agent? You're a real person as if the rest <laughs> of us aren't. But we know people don't always see us as real people, but maybe because we're not acting like real people. Right. You know why? You know what I've noticed? I'm not kidding. There are people that you have children. So when you, the PTA moms, like I'll never forget it. When my children were little, I go to the meetings and they get up and they talk in this weird voice. Like it was, I called it the PTA voice. Like, hi everyone. And today I'm like, why are you talking like that? It's like, we're adults. It's not like you're talking to, a, you know, kindergartens. They would go in this weird voice and then you waiters sometimes to waitresses, they come, hi, it's like, they're not their real voice. Why don't you just yeah. say, hi, would you like a tuna melt or a burger? I mean, why are they going into some weird voice? So I think it is true that, and those of you on the call that have studied any theater or acting, being real, you know, they, I, I studied theater for years and I'll never forget a, a, a teacher said to me, we were watching everyone was getting up and the line was, I love you, right? Well, for some reason, when you see that in print, you want to go into some weird, like, I, I love you. But sometimes you just say, hey, okay, I'll see you at three, love you. It's not some weird voice. Like just, if you're playing an attorney, doesn't mean you have to change your voice. It can be you. So a real estate agent should just be authentic and real without turning into a, a sales person that they read in some book that they're supposed to act a certain way. This well, has nothing to do with our topic, by the way. Do you but it, but it does, and we'll get there. But people listening, and maybe we'll like, but, but to your point, a tip for everybody, theater, take a class in acting. It's the best sales class ever. I paid like $25 to take an acting class. And this has been when I started doing the podcast stuff. Yeah. I could not believe I yeah. was like, this is the same stuff as sales, but a lot less expensive and a lot better because they make you truly role play. Yes. And it's really about like finding your authentic self and pulling it out of you as opposed to all that other stuff. And that's what sales is. Yes. And they Which teach you to listen and put the attention on the other person. I'll never forget an exercise where two of us were up in front of the class and we were back to back. And the professor said, Vicki, what what color shirt does Steve have on? Is he wearing a tie or no tie? Does he have any freckles or moles on his face? What color are his eyes? Are his teeth straight or crooked? And, you know, we were just looking face to face for 15 minutes. But the problem is you're not really looking at them because in your head, you're going through your lines of what, and I see agents do this. Like they go through their presentation on a pitch and they're so worried about like giving the stats of their company and their them, and they're not even engaged in listening to the client. They're not, yeah. they don't even see them. And the funny so the, thing is, no, go ahead. So the, so the point of the, the gifts is if you see the client, you know, then you can think of them and what are you buying them or sending them or 
here you go, a card. If you're going to give a holiday card or a birthday card to a client, don't go buy a box of 100 birthday cards because the in our region, the Upper East Side, that card is going to look different than the village, right? Like so the village, you might send Andy Warhol. And Upper East Side, it may be an embossed, you know, more elegant like know your client and it doesn't mean that someone on the Upper East Side can't like Andy Warhol and vice versa. But you, know, what I'm trying to say is understand, are they the Andy Warhol or are they the, you know, gold foil embossed person? Who are they? Well, the, right. The gifts show, the gifts show, the gifts are reinforcement. The thing I always say when I'm coaching on the show that comes out is the more you know, for whatever it's worth, the more money they have, the more relevant this becomes, the more exaggerated it becomes. The biggest thing on a client's mind is do you what can I trust you? And to answer that question, whether they know it or not, they're asking themselves, can I trust you? And what's answering that question is number one, do you know your stuff? Which that's a different avenue. But number two, into what we're talking about today is are you actually listening to me? That is the biggest, that is the most important thing. Are you are you, are you listening? And people yes. don't know how to listen. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you care about me? That's what they're thinking. And this reinforces it. So now we're going to talk about it. Okay, good. And you called it the creative marketing. I'm actually cheating and looking at it. And everyone on the blog post, which will be Vicki Barron 2, because this is episode number two with you, .jerrymetcalfpodcast.com. We will have a link to your entire marketing portfolio for everyone. And obviously you just reach out to Vicki if you've got questions, but it's your creative marketing toolkit. And overall, you give this to Rebney and it's talking about a lot of a lot or a little bit of what we talked about and the importance of giving. But let's talk about just for fun. We called this page 13 earlier, but it's oh. that closing anniversary. Yes. And you don't give close. You said you don't give closing gifts, but you do a closing anniversary gift. Right. What I do is one day I decided, and this is something everyone on the call, any agent, I don't care if you've been in the business 30 years or three minutes, well, not three minutes, because you wouldn't have sold someone something in three minutes, but anyone that has go back to your desk or your living room or wherever you're working from these days and go through your list and look, write down the date that everyone closed, whether you well, everyone that bought something, you wouldn't send it if they. Or sold. if you have a good CRM and a pipeline, all you have to do is click Please a button. Push a button. Correct. See how good easy calendar. that would be. See in my calendar, I type a search button. I type closing date, and the list comes up. Yes. So we'll, we'll do an interview later on how to do that. Okay. Perfect. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you. I came up with this idea about seven years ago. And I thought, you know, they don't, Hallmark does not, by the way, have an anniversary card for a house or an apartment. Does not exist. If anyone wants to start that business, it's, it does not exist. They've so I decided public. that I was going to send a note, a card to everyone that bought something on that date. So I would, what I did it was my way of doing it. I cut out a million different numbers. And I think we have an image we can share. Can we share with them live now? Can we put it up? Yes. But yeah, we actually will do that. I'm going to make it pretty-ish so they can okay. see it a little better. But everybody, we're going to, for those of you, now most of our, but maybe this may change um, when we actually start marketing. Oh, because they may be this, listening. When we actually start advertising this podcast. But in the meantime, you can see now, can you see, I just put on the yes. screen, the closing anniversary gift here, everybody. So what I did is I cut out numbers from magazines and then I would put the date. If it was February the 13th, 2009, and then it kind of looked like a ransom note. So then on the inside, can you blow that up and I'll actually read it. Yes, that I will. Point. So again, all of you who are listening, because most of our listeners listen, unless we get a big YouTube presence by now, we do have a few hundred subscribers, but make sure you go to Vicky, V-I-C-K-E-Y, Baron, B-A-R-R-O-N-2, like the number, jerrymetcalfpodcast.com. And all of this will be there on video. And I think that's as big as it will get. It will be there on video and on um so if I go, I'll yeah. go off memory, but it okay. says something like, you know, 
this is not a ransom note. This is actually an anniversary card for you and your apartment, that is. And I cannot believe, what does it say here? Yeah. My thought is that buying an apartment in New York City is such a big deal that I believe it warrants a card. You two are so great. And I had a part in bringing you together. And that just feels good. So here's to the future, Vicki. And sometimes I change it up. Sometimes I'll write on the bottom. I hope the two of you are as happy today as you you were seven years ago when you met. And I hope you're happy together for many years to come. Now, the very important part there is you notice that there is no free market analysis. Call me if you'd like me to tell you what your apartment is worth today. Or if you know anyone, a compliment is a referral. You cannot... I cannot stress that you cannot add anything like that on this. It would be like sending your mother a birthday card and then saying, by the way, there's some shoes I want at Bloomingdale's. I mean, it would just kind of ruin it. So when you send something, it has to be a pure, I'm thinking of you, a gift, a card, a thought, and no sales um, tagline at all. Agree. Now, the beauty is one day I walked in someone's apartment and I'm, you know, she's moved, relocating. And I said, when, remind me when you bought this, she walked to her bookcase and she had this card up on display with her family photos and said, Oh, here. Yeah. She said, here, I bought it, you know, March the 11th, 2007. And there she had it like sitting up on the bookcase. So I guess I've been doing this longer than seven years. I just told a big fat lie because look at that. Here's my sample. It was 2009. 2009. So how long have I been doing that? It may be 2022 when this episode comes out too. So <laughs> yes, right? so it's been because a while. We've got a few right, now. right. But anyway, we're talking like almost 12 years ago. Yeah. Oh, and those that are listening, I put their floor plan on the card. So whatever they bought, like the floor plan, I think is, and look, if you can I do this, that. yeah, you can do so this. This was um, actually almost three years ago. Just anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You can do this anyway. And if you don't want to make a card, then just go buy a generic card, but just write inside the card and put the, write the date on there. I can't believe That's it's awesome. been six years. I can't believe it's been 11 years. Whatever it's been, it's not too late. My mother always taught me it's never too late to send a thank you note. So if you want to just send mm -hmm. them a nice note, but the fact that you're remembering the day they bought the apartment, and I love just saying bringing the two of you together, um, it's worked that. really well. That's incredible. So basically tip number one today by Vicki Barron is when you're giving gifts, actually this is a few, make, make them special, but I guess it would be approach number one is the closing anniversary gift. And get creative. You basically have like, I'm gonna share the screen one more time to reiterate what it is you do. And then we're gonna go to some other cool ideas that you have and share with clients. So this one is. Yeah. This is the you anniversary. This is basically you took some, you just made it really cute and artsy with a little gift box. And inside the gift box, you've got the date on one side and then a cute anniversary note. And it says, this is not a ransom note. It's an anniversary card for you <laughs> and your apartment. That is my thought is that buying an apartment in New York City is such a big deal. I believe it wants a card. You two are so great. And I had a part in bringing you together. And that just feels good. Here's to the future, Vicky. And then on the outside, it's got a cute little key and a tag. And what does the tag say? Is that the address or is that the... I don't remember. I can't see it on here. August 14th. So that must oh, be like something else from that's another a, one. Yeah, that was from a, a, a different one. But yeah, so that's what I mean. You can do, I gave different samples of what you can send. And it doesn't matter what it, well, it does matter what it looks like. I take that back. That's like everyone on my team would die if they heard me say, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Because I can have a $20 million deal blow apart and I'm as calm as can be. But if I walk in and that stamp is crooked on the card, I will lose my mind because that I can control. 
So how it looks is very important to me. Um, oh, what a great point though. I can, and that like, I can, I can keep my cool if a huge deal falls apart because it is what it is, but get the freaking stamp straight because you can control that. Yes. And when you control yeah. the little things, it's the little thing. It's amazing. The outcome of the big things that we thought were actually out of our control. Correct. To your point. All right. So tell us a little, I love the closing interview. I mean, that is so simple. You can do it as quickly or as creatively as you want. And the next one that we had that we were going to talk about was we were talking about, I think you give kind of surprise gifts and we were going to talk about some ideas that you gave. Here's a question because I happen to know too much up front. Mm-hmm. You've got a formula where you talk about every month, January, for every month, here's some gift ideas for this month. Because to reiterate what you do, a lot of our listeners are CRMs and systems people. Whether you are or not, this is a system you can easily implement however advanced or simple you are is for every month you have ideas you give yourself to decide who to give to. And then you do write it down and track it. So you're giving, you know, three or four gifts a year and not one every week, like a creepy story. Yeah, you cannot, you have to, the reason I have ideas and suggestions for each month, because you may be busy in February So maybe, you know, you're not going to get something out, but in March or April, you can get something out. So I give different ideas for, for different months. And, and also keep in mind, your obvious holidays are obvious, but it doesn't have to be a holiday. Again, that stationary was on a Tuesday and not a holiday month. I walked in the store, fell in love with it and, you know, off it went. The scarf with the piano keys was not a holiday month. So that works as well. But if you're going to be giving, um, keep notes on who you're sending what to, because you cannot give too often because that actually would look weird. That'd be crazy. If you if you got something every exactly. month, they'd wonder how you had time to sell real estate. So well, to you your, look like a shopper. Right. And to your point, all right, which might not be good if you're supposed to be a good real estate agent. So to your point too, and some people call it this and some people may not have, is think about that. Like it doesn't have to, and perhaps it should not be a holiday gift because when it's out of the blue and it's spontaneous, it's like the book Giftology. It talks about this a little bit, but when it's out of the blue and spontaneous, that's when people, first of all, it's so much fun. Like, that's when I like, like, I'm such the, like, give me a gift. Don't give me a gift. I'm fine. And say, and so I have to remind myself, I should still give. But when I give something I find that's like different out of the blue, like I get so much joy and so does the recipient. Yes. You know, when on a show, I think two episodes ago, one of our guests was like, you know what? Just remember this. If you're not having fun and you're not happy, this is just not going to work for you. Correct. Whether it's this part, just doing this, not like we need to convince anybody, but when it really works, remember, this isn't just one more system. This is a part of like, you know, investing in our clients and enjoying what we do. Well, and that you had asked earlier, I started doing this early on because I truly do enjoy it. I love, I love gifting and giving someone something that is meaningful to them. So that's why the closing gifts, like some people, yes, my life would be a lot easier if I just went and bought a hundred Tiffany bowls or keychains and just sent them all out. But there's fun in the hunt for me. And I love supporting artists. So I think we have one image. I think it's we on. Do. 18, we do. Right? But let me cat. ask. I'm going to ask you a question to two type A crazy people on an interview. Should we run through your kind of suggested gifts for each month? Or should we go and do these examples first? Let's do the examples first, right? I think, yeah, let's do the examples first. And um, so here's the suggested monthly to do list that we will go on later. Just see you guys know going to look at so the next gift that you were talking about is and this is so much fun so i'm going to okay, zoom so, this in for everybody is you're so, talking about artists 
Yeah. So how this came about, I was in a store and I saw the, this adorable little cat, this porcelain cat. And there were several of them in different poses. All of them were one of a kind. Now, keep in mind, I am allergic to cats. I will never have a cat. I've never had a cat. But they were the cutest little, I mean, I'm like, I have to buy this cat. And then the woman who owned the store, she said, oh my gosh, my husband, Dan, made these cats. And he's he's just, you know, an artist doing the cats. And I put them in the store and people have loved them. I said, love them. They're amazing. So I said, I will buy every cat you have. How many cats do you have? She said, I have, I think she had 47 cats. I should later, I'll send you the image of me in her store with all the cats That's on the sweet. counter. And I'm like, I'll take them all. And they were all different shapes and they were all adorable. So then I had this custom um, box made that said the cat is out of the bag. We support artists. And then there's a note inside that talks about the story I'm telling you now, how I walked in, stumbled upon this artist in this little store, and I loved him so much. I just thought I'm buying all of them. And, and then I went back to my list, my CRM kind of list, when I <laughs> imagine CRM. Is yours on an Excel spreadsheet or is it handwritten? <laughs> on a napkin it's on a napkin and then I went back and I thought you know what all the people that have cats and they loved it it was so adorable but then after that I felt guilty because then I'm like what about the people with the dogs so then I went and found I think there's on the next one oh here we go here we go the dogs yeah the dogs so then I went and I the artist wasn't making cute little dogs in porcelain so I had to find something else. And I found this handmade peanut butter company that does dog biscuits. Oh, love this. And then I made this. You'll have to hear what's on that. It's, yeah. it's all about finding the right wolf. And then their little dog prints. And the note kind of talks about the company. It's a small company. They hand make their peanut butter. And I, so I sent out doggy biscuits. I mean, that is incredible. So question for you. Because if we did this live, I think this would be one of the questions shooting at us right now is how do you find the time? And what if I'm not creative like you? Just read your list. Oh, okay. So watch this. An assistant or what? Yeah. So no, here, all of us are out and about. Every one of us on this call has probably gone. I was just stumbling, looking for a t-shirt and walked into the store that happened to have this it's like keeping your eyes open, your ears open. And there it was, voila. Did I think, oh, I, I don't even have a cat. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to go find my people with cats a gift. I was in the store and saw this adorable cat. And I just thought, oh my gosh, people that, ha- if I love it this much and I don't have a cat, imagine people that have cats, how much they're going to love this. So then I thought, what clients do I have to have cats? So that's how the wheels started turning. And, and yes, then I did go and I, I found a company that makes custom boxes. And But you wouldn't have to do that. You could put this in a little bubble wrap and with a little note and you could have mailed it without having a custom box made. That still would have been lovely. I think the presentation's better with the box, but you could have gotten a plain little box and put a little note and a cute little ribbon on it and it would have had the same impact. So um, you, I, I didn't make the peanut butter dog biscuits. I didn't make the, the porcelain cat. So I'm just out and about finding things that the stationery, I didn't make it. So those are the things I do make a lot of things. So yes, there is a creative bone in my body and I enjoy that, but you don't, the examples I've given so far, you don't need to be creative. Well, I think something important as well to restate your answer was it's like, okay, people say they're too busy, but listening to you, it's two things to remember. Number one, however busy for you are, you're not too busy to think about your clients and listen to them. And this is a great exercise to reinforce what you should be, your mindset should be anyway. And number two, you're not making this stuff. It's pretty straightforward to streamline it. It's a lot simpler than even scheduling a buyer tour. Correct. We don't have this image, but I'll give another example that anyone could do. 
there was, what is that store called? I, I should know. Giggles, Googles, whatever. It's a child store. And I should know. Um, Giggle, gosh, Google. It's anyway, I was online and they had the cutest little pumpkins with a little handle made out of fabric. They were just as cute as cute could be. I think they were maybe $13, not outrageously expensive. And you could have the child's name embroidered on it. Mm -hmm. So I went through my list and I, I picked 20. Am I going to get 20 people that have kids between the age of two and 10? I think that's our two and nine. I don't know the age group I picked. And then the, all the card said was boo. Well, I sent that to the clients, obviously around uh, Halloween. And then I got photos sent to me with their children all dressed up with their little pumpkin with their candy in it. And they're like, oh my gosh, Sean loved his pumpkin. And I, they were sending me photos of their kids on Halloween trick-or-treating. So that's when I talk about the connection, you know, between doing something and thinking of people, they're like, oh, that's so thoughtful. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So those are the things you you know, I'm online, just go online and say, what can I see and find? And when you're out, how many people are online shopping anyway? So you come across something that either you want for your own children or your own self or your own dog or your own cat, then think, oh, well, is this something that would have meaning to some of my clients? So here's a question, something that would have meaning to your clients. I'm leading the witness now, but what about when things like kids go back to school? What do you do for that? Oh, so I, so I came across once um, this company, which I can share with everyone online, and they do custom candy bars, chocolate bars. And I was selling a townhouse, and you don't have this image of this. The, the okay. first one I ever did was a townhouse, and it had an image of the townhouse, and the address of the townhouse was embedded in the chocolate bar. And I sent it out to all the other townhouses, and I said, so many postcards, so little chocolate. And and I got such a great response from that because um, there. it's funny because everyone sends postcards, real estate postcards. Well, and let's show them the turkey and then let's show them the one for school because you've got yeah. so many turkeys, so little chocolate. Yeah. So let's show everybody that. And then let's run through because we're going to we're We've got, we've got about 15 minutes. I want everybody to see your ideas that we're going to share now that they've seen all the gifts. But right here. We've got, first of all, everybody, we're looking at the Thanksgiving little box. It's very similar to what you did the anniversary box in, but it's just a very small box that you would put a gift card in it, but instead you have this really cute message. And it's a chocolate, and then the chocolate inside, the chocolate bar, when you open it up, it said, um, I think this one said grateful. It was Thanksgiving. Aww. It was grateful. And well, then the outside the wrapper, everybody says so many turkeys, so little chocolate, Vicki Barron. And then you open it up and the chocolate bar says grateful. Yeah. And then on the outside, you know, it has images, drawings of different turkeys and how a turkey is kind of put together, all the parts of a turkey. So <laughs> this and is then the kind of stuff, everybody, no real estate agent shares these secrets. These are like, nobody can know this ever. This is incredible. So thank you for sharing all of this with us. This is amazing. You're welcome. And then let's and do the, the back, back to school. school. Yeah, is the school bus and it says back to school. Um, there are two different wrappers because there are two different years that I did these. Um, so I didn't want them to look the same, obviously. Uh, but it says summer fun has come to an end, but don't be sad because chocolate we send. Hope you have a wonderful school year. Best, Vicki and team. So um and then life and real estate and school are better with chocolate i love that because life and real estate is your is your my tagline and then you put and school in parentheses yes are better with chocolate so yeah. i love it all right so in all of this we're going to go over kind of your tips every month of what of what you recommend and do you have a story for us before we segue to that on like how you came up with this list or how this evolved because 
obviously there's some passion, but again, reinforcing mindset of listening to your clients and getting in front of them in such a powerful way, no matter what your personality is for you. I think, I think, um, how I function is my mother always said, it's like, everyone's going left, you go right. Um, and because that's why we get along, Vicki, (laughs) (laughs) because so many realtors do the same thing. And, and I get bombarded my mailbox. They all look the same. I swear my, I'm dying to get on Saturday night live and just do a whole skit on postcards because you mix them all together with bed, bath and beyond and staples. And they all look alike, you know, the, the penthouse and the, the mansion down the street and bed, bath and beyond They all of them kind of blend in and I, nothing stands out. So I thought, you know, maybe if everyone stops sending postcards tomorrow, I'd probably hop on the postcard wagon, but you know, you want to, you want to stand out. So maybe that's why I don't give closing gifts because they're expected. I like the unexpected. So Mm. they're not expecting, you know, a scarf with piano keys on it, you know, yeah, on March the 3rd, they're not expecting that. They're not expecting candy bars for their kids when it's school time. So when they get these things, it just makes them remember you and it's in a thoughtful way, but it can't be, um, you have to really do it from your heart and you have to, it has to be fun for you and you have to want to do it. If it becomes, I don't know how to say it. it it's too, like there's a system to it, but if it feels too much, like that's what it is. I expect nothing from this. Like I did not do this thinking, oh, I know if I spend time and start doing this and you know, they're going to call me and I'm going to get business. Never is the thought of getting business in any of this. It's like, I always say I, I make a decent living working for free. So when you give first and you come from the mindset where you're just giving and serving and thinking of other people and being present and being real and authentic, then they will remember you. It's like at an open house, if you're authentic and you're really listening and caring about them, you don't need to follow up and chase them. They will find you and they will call you because you stand out from the other 10 they just met throughout the day. And someone, and you have a team too, I would wait to you what you said, just said, if you are thoughtful and you listen, it's amazing that you stand out. And here's the thing. And if you're not standing out, perhaps you're not, because this is a self-awareness check, especially to new agents working with a lot of them. If you're not standing out, do a self-check on why. How am I going to listen better? How am I going to stand out in a way that it is authentic? Nobody wants to be salesy and gross. So find in this exercise, again, I've said this five times, but this exercise of gifting this way is a way to reinforce for yourself being in the state of mind, because state is everything, you know, being in the state of mind of listening and giving, and that offers so much value. So let's get through your list on everybody. This is Vicki's list. I'm sharing the screen for those of you who aren't watching but we're going to go through it all we've got months we're starting with november being that it is actually by the time this releases it won't be november but we're going to start with november it's at the top and then we're going to go through september or october yes october of course because there's 12 anyway all right so let's start let's just run through these so november number one do you we'll let you give these to us so you've got two little ideas to remind yourself to do in november they are yeah, you you know, these are just suggestions. I mean, like I'm a faucet that doesn't shut off, so I could come up with like 10 more, but I I just thought without boring everyone. Obviously, it's Thanksgiving. If you want to send just a card, you can do that. If you want to pick up the phone and but people are busy, so you have to be careful not to annoy them also. Mm-hmm. But I send, you know, the chocolate bar. Or you can send an email to brokers and attorneys and managers and other business to business, thanking them. Just say, I want to take this moment to thank you because that transaction we did on Maple Street was so trying and you were so patient and so lovely. And I just want to say thank you. It's a good time to go through and just think of the people that you worked with 
through the year and it's a good time to reach out and say thank you so i mean you should do it every month but uh, thanksgiving is a good time to just say i wanted to, to reach out and say thank you and then december obviously holiday cards holiday <laughs> cards and or gifts um you know and this is the thing you have to figure out a budget for the year and if you have a smaller budget you can do one of two things you can either do something massive on a cost basis small scale or you can do something more elaborate and and just narrow down the list so if you want to say i'm going to just take my top 15 clients that i would love to nurture and keep them close to me and hopefully get referrals from them and they don't forget who we are then then take them and just focus and, and say and don't have analysis paralysis just do it just pick the 15 people and say i'm going to budget in 2022 and i'm going to send something to them thoughtful and connect with them three times throughout 2022 isn't it, and isn't it amazing how much more you can get out of 15 people focusing on 15 than say a thousand or yeah. even a hundred. And, and what I don't understand is the agents that just spend money and energy and time mailing to all these buildings and houses that they've never, they don't know the people. So it's like dear resident and they're sending stuff, but what about, you know, John and Mary Blackstone that you actually sold a house to you you know they don't hear from you it's it's bonkers so let's go january obviously happy new year if you send a hanukkah or a christmas card do not send a happy new year's card they're way too close so pick one whichever you decide um it's also good to send an end of the year wrap up you know on on the market you can do that that's a nice thing oh, by the way i do want to mention as you send these fun gifts and stuff Throughout the year, you must be sending data and, and real, like they, they can't just think you're a gift center. They have to also understand that you've got your finger on the pulse on the market and you understand what's happening in the market and the industry. So that should be going out somewhere. You know, you, you can't just send chocolate bars and, and, and cats and dog biscuits because... <laughs> And then you're just somebody trying to be a real estate agent, which in your nice, and that's all you are, which doesn't go far. And that no. goes back to it's about trust. And how are they going to trust you? You've got to know your stuff. And you've got to be listening. If they know, you know, and they know you're listening, that creates the trust. Yes. And then February is fun. Obviously, Valentine's Day. I once had, by the way, I did, I put together, I realized a lot of my clients, I was selling and, and buying apartments for were single. And I thought, you know what? Like-minded people refer like-minded people. So mm -hmm. I, they were all amazing. And I thought, what if I just put them in a room together? Anything, it's an icebreaker. They can all talk about real estate. But so I sent out an invitation. It was done in February. And I had got this large apartment donated and I catered it. And we had 67 people come to the event it was a blizzard outside and it was hilarious because I say, look, they may, they may not hold your hand and walk through Central Park, but I can promise you they've all bought real estate. They have a good credit score and they're not wanted by the FBI. That's all I can promise you. But <laughs> and it was a great hit. It ended up in so many. I mean, I got phone calls from people in other states saying, how do I get invited to your event? But anyway, that was a fun oh, thing. I love it. I love that. We're actually doing, I'm not going to, anyway, it's exciting, but it's that we didn't know. Now I know what to do. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, March. And also, wait, another one I did once is I did a, a heart to heart quiz on Valentine's Day, which costs nothing. And then I said, you know, over the you know time we spent together, I know so much about you. I mean, really, we know everything. We know they're, they're, 401k brilliant. and we know yeah. everything so i did a quiz about me and it was hilarious so i got emails back saying i had no idea you played the accordion i mean it was funny i was carjacked that was in there and they're like you were carjacked i'm like yeah that's true um, oh no you can't bring that up 
because we only have literally like 10 minutes because I got to my husband was actually carjacked too, but 10 years ago, oh. you know, I was, I didn't know him yet. So 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm glad oh. you made it out. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was, Oh, one, we'll have to share that. Cause it's an unbelievable. Mine could have been on Jerry Seinfeld, honestly. Did you sell my house? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us the short 30 second or maybe like 30 second story? Cause everybody's hanging now and then we're going to get to March. It could have been a Jerry Seinfeld episode. We should, we leave it at that. It, oh no, it was, it, it, um, we're going to do another one of these together. I have a feeling. So when yes. we do, I'm happy to share it because it honestly is the craziest story and it is pretty funny. It, and fortunately it's funny because I'm alive, but the whole thing is just. Horrifying kind of probably I would think. Yeah. All right. Let's get, let's get through. Cause we've still got about six right. more months. It's, I don't know the numbers, seven months to go. So March. Yeah, just update your closing list for anniversary cards, um, review responses from new marketing efforts and adjust future mailing list accordingly. So M March is kind of a month to get yourself organized. Um, and being like, everything you're doing is so engaged with your client. That's what I love about this. It's engaged. It's not just something you're spitting out at people, you're listening and engaged. Yes, yeah. And then obviously April, you know, Easter, Passover, whatever, and, and try to be creative. And if you're not creative, just get a card, go buy the card that you think fits them. And remember, um, this is for just a few people each time. It's not, you're hitting people with this stuff. I say hitting, but touching people with this stuff three to four times a year. Correct. Yeah. Mother's Day card, of course. Mother's Day card. Yeah. Father's Day for June, July, a summer wine tasting. Love that one. Yeah. Just do a summer wine tasting, your closest clients or, you know, your agents that you want to, you know, th say thank you to. You know what? G good point, everybody. Remember, agents make our business. They really do. And it's not a waste of time or money to do something special for the agents you love to work with most. Yes. August. It really is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. And you know, when you hear about an agent that's done something extraordinary, like they just sold something that's off the chart or you heard, like send them a note and say, congratulations, you knocked it out of the ballpark. That was amazing. When they get that, they're like, I, that was so nice. You know, I had nothing to do with the transaction. I didn't bring the buyer. I didn't sell it. I didn't make a dime off of it. But I'm noting and uh, noticing what a yeah. great job you did. Well, not People only that. They take the time to, to be nice. They take the time when they're angry and mad. They'll call you up and scream at you because you were late or you did something that they didn't like. But why not take the time to say, I thought that was pretty awesome what you did. Exactly. And how about, I think so many in our eight business, it feels so competitive. I don't imagine in New York City, it especially feels competitive. But mm -hmm. when you take the time to realize, remember, it took me a little too long or took me longer. I'm too long. I'm too, I mean, it was probably over a decade in the business to realize, you know, in the beginning, I thought every listing should be mine. And then one day I thought when people would bypass me or do things I thought I should have done, I thought, wait, that is something that should be inspiring me. That's an example of them. Why not me? And learning, which led to this podcast, learning about, you know, and, and being happy for them. Yes. As well, because that's what, and that actually like that, because otherwise you're in a scarcity mindset, which kind of goes to nothing but more scarcity. Yes. Abundance, abundance, abundance. So August. Yeah. Compile a list of closing dates and, and start sending out the anniversary cards. Send monthly. This is something, the anniversary cards, you can make them ahead of time because look, you, if you just sold someone something November the 11th, you know their anniversary is gonna be November 11th, 2022. So you can make it ahead of time. I actually have a file cabinet that, that with each month and you make them ahead of time and then they're ready to go. You can just add a you know a little note or signature to it. But yeah, you can. And then we've got September. Yeah, September is fun because it's kind of you know 
back to school. And also, even if people don't have children, it's kind of the summer's over, you can get creative. Um, And then October is fun because I think no one is expecting anything from their real estate agent in on Halloween. So what a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Vicki, that's like, what a great, everybody, again, we're going to share this on your blog post for this interview, which is going to be Vicki, V-I-C-K-E-Y, Baron, B-A-R-R-O-N, to the number two dot jerrymetcalfpodcast.com. Now we're going to take five minutes to close out and we're going to come up with a final three because we end every show with a final three questions. The first question is easy. What is your biggest, what is the most resourceful tool that you use to keep this running consistently, your gifting? Um, the, the tool is usually it, the, the tool is, is, is I find something that I'm passionate about and then I buy them. So now I own them. I have to do something with them. I'm not going to sit with 48 cats on my dining table. They've got to go out. I'm not no, that, that's a tool. Actually. Yeah. Like buy them. And then yeah. you got to do like, there's your accountability you do it. right there. Your accountability right there. Now, number two, normally the question is give us a book. There's not a book or maybe there's a book, but for you, is there something that you can say a person or an example, or if there's a book that inspired you or kind of honed, honed your skill and mindset of being and doing things like this? Well, I, after the fact, I read there are two different books that I think I recommended on the last podcast that we did, the um, referral of a lifetime. And on this one, I think I added it again, along with, I think, the go-giver in there. And both of those, the go-giver and referral of a lifetime, um, speak to, um, it speaks to being thoughtful and, and authentic. And also like here, I'm, I'm gonna, I just thought about this, this book. So it's in the paper. So it's Neil Patrick Harris. Wait, hold it up a little mm-hmm. higher so we can see it. I can only see the top. So life party, oh, life, life is a party. Right. I love the so, name, David Burka. So what is this? Life is a so party. So David Burka um, is Neil Patrick Harris's partner, husband. He published this book, which is amazing about how to entertain because we're selling their townhouse and, and he, it's all set up for entertainment and telling a story and the experience. So I got this book and I thought I am going to buy a bunch of these books and send a little note to all my clients that I know that love to entertain. And so I called David and I said, David, I love your book. I'm going to send it to my clients. And just with a little note, how great is this book? Now, I'm not going to say when I send it, oh, I have, you know, their townhouse for sale. It's not going to be an infomercial. It's not going to be, oh, call me about the market. It'll it's just like open really, on the book before you send it. Don't yes. It's just a nice little, it helps him. Um, and I think it's great. So it's sharing. Sharing is caring. If you find something that you like and you want to share, then you do that. Here, I'm making right now, I'll show you this. This is show and tell. These are, are some of my clients have given me their, you know, when they're moving, they all want to purge and like get rid of things. So I like textiles. So I've collected a lot of men's ties over the years. So these are all men's ties that have been, Coming out fine. They're all either my kids are doing that or I'm gonna contract you out since your time's not valuable. That's that's time consuming. But that's one of those things like taking your job and taking your outlet and like leveraging them for one another, kind of. Right. I love that. That's so that's and how personal. Okay, last question. In all of this gift giving mindset shifting it's the little things that make the big things happen from our conversation today what do you hope everybody takes away if they don't remember anything else 
the one thing they should take away is remembering to connect and care about the client after the closing. Three C's, connect and care after the closing. Correct. So otherwise, so obsess not about opportunity, but about the client. Robert Rafkin's going to have a fit when he hears that. Okay. Is that That's one of the, the couples, yeah, oh, one of his things. It's number something, obsess about opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll but, be okay with it. But really, that's a great point. That's about your client. I, they, they love that. That is the opportunity. Yeah, your opportunity exactly. grows when you obsess with the client. You're obsessed I, taking care of them. You're not obsessed with what they can give you. You're obsessed with how what you can give them. If you know, there's real quick, uh, uh, that, that, went, that, that, what you just said, do not lose your thought, but everybody, what Vicki just said, replay five times, eight times, eight times. So you'll remember that like was like beautiful, but go ahead. Yes, please. Yeah, a woman once said to me, she was single and she said, I'm looking for a man that wants to go to museums and that will make me laugh and that, um, he will take me traveling and he, I don't know, she had a whole list and I stopped and I looked at her. I said, well, what are you doing for him? You know, it's interesting. Like it, she, she didn't say, you know, I want to find a partner that we can laugh together and that I could cook for and that I can make laugh. She was wanting him to make her laugh, him to go to her museums, him to do everything for her. But it's like, well, what are you doing for him? And it's the same thing. The client is, it's not what you can do for me, but we are in a position of serving other people. So what can we do to better serve the client? Exactly. And I cannot help but add to that. So being from Atlanta, for those of you who know Tyler Perry, he used to be Medea. And he creates, he creates, or he used to have plays. He was literally living out of his car before he made it big. And now he's Hollywood, LA used to kind of make fun of him, I believe. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong about that. And now he's huge. So he owns, he just started Pinewood Studios. I mean, anyway, in, in, in what he does, hang on a second. So anyway, Tyler Perry, this is relevant to relationships, to business and what you just said. He's got a clip. And like, literally, I think about the time this was done. He didn't have any movies. He's Medea. You know, Medea goes to jail or if you know any of the Medea yes. movies. So anyway, this was before then when he literally gave the wisest advice ever, except it was he was a she in the play. But it was about relationships. And for those of you who haven't seen it, it's let him go. But the line in there, he says two things. He talks about in relationships and i say this is in business this is with clients this is with people he said when you're alone why do you ask yourself oh i want to find i want to I, I can do the medea except i won't why do you want to find yourself a husband why do you want to find this is your time to work on you this is your time to be who you want to be with and as real estate agents when you don't have that client this is your time to be that agent that you would want to hire if you were that client that you want to hire you to exactly Correct. yes so i will yes. be sure and ask yourself like would you hire yourself would you what would you want it, it's we're all um you know really seriously it, it's if you don't take yourself that seriously and you the focus is it's just like in the acting school like if you're worried if you're in your own head about your your lines and what you're memorizing your script, then you're not present. You cannot be there to really respond to the other person. Well, there's no difference if you're sitting in a living room on a pitch and all you're doing is an infomercial talking about your stats and you wanna make sure you get all this data and data out there and, and, and make yourself look good. You're not really, you're missing the whole opportunity to know who's sitting across the table from you so and what a special opportunity it is i mean looking back 
what is what a special what a privilege we have in our business to work with the people and become friends i think of the friendships that we would have never had exactly it's so true and we learn from them i exactly. learn from a lot of my clients they're 50 times smarter than i am i watch them and like wow like they're amazing so i just feel i'm grateful and honored that they choose me to work with them and I can help them get to the finish line. So that's what it's about. It's getting them to the finish line and having them enjoy the process and not torturing them along the way. That's always helpful. Beautifully said. Vicki, thank you so much for another great interview. It was so awesome to have you. Vicki Barron in New York City with Compass. And talk about like engaging with people and your clients. What a great, just what great tips and lessons. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me again. And I can't wait to see you again. And we'll talk about the carjacking stories. I can't wait. All right. Thanks for listening to the Jerry Metcalf podcast, where top real estate agents tell how they do it. If you like this episode, please share it with friends. To find more episodes, search Jerry Metcalf podcast on any platform for podcasts or go to Jerry Metcalf podcast com. That's J-E-R-E-M-E-T-C-A-L-F podcast.com.